everybody. Cheers. Happy Wednesday and welcome to Trades Lady Happy Hour, your weekly show that currently resides on Instagram, uh, where each week I sit down with a, another incredible tradeswoman to hear her story, hear about her challenges, her struggles, and of course also her wins and accomplishments, and just her experience of being one of the proud but few 2.5% of all automotive trades people who are women, uh, the less than 10% across all trades, some trades are better than others, um, making slow and steady increases, but despite the small numbers and the small percentage, there are so many absolutely incredible women out there who are just kicking butt every day and this series is all about celebrating them and shining a light on them and sharing um, just the, the fact that women can be incredibly successful in these career paths and the diversity of women who are um, finding successful lives for themselves within the trades. So this series is all about them. Thank you guys for tuning in and joining. For those of you who are new, welcome. Thanks for coming and checking it out. Um, I do have some news. So this is um, tentatively, next week is the week. Uh, I'm furiously working in the background, which is why I've been pretty quiet on social media these last couple of days, um, weeks even. Um, it's a lot of work and there's not enough hours in the day. But um, I've been furiously working away to get all of this converted over to a podcast. You'll be able to listen to it wherever podcasts are listened to a bowl. Um, and it'll, of course, get still pushed live every Wednesday night um, to YouTube, to Facebook, to LinkedIn, um, maybe some other places. I haven't figured that out quite yet. Unfortunately, Instagram does not play well with others. Um, so for the kind of beginning transition time, I will try to at least upload it to Instagram if I can after the fact, but I'm hoping ultimately to bring you all with me over to YouTube land or Facebook land or wherever it is you'd like to watch um, or listen to it on podcasts. Um, so more information about that to come. We're getting a whole new name. We're getting a whole new look. Um, things are happening here. So hold on and join me for the ride. Um, but for tonight, um, I want to get on with the show because we've got a fantastic guest for tonight. Um, a young woman by the name of Portia. Um, and I do not actually know her last name. Maybe she'll share it with us. Maybe she won't. I don't know. But her name is Portia, and she is a young up-and-coming Volvo technician, and I had the privilege of meeting with her at the Volvo Technicians Forum. We'll tell you a little bit more about that, it's a pretty cool thing that Volvo is doing. Um, and then I also had the privilege of working with her on the Iron Maven all-female build, and um, and she's, she's a really neat young woman. She's driven, she's passionate, she is really pushing ahead in her career, and um, I'm really excited to have her on as a guest tonight. So, um, quickly, a big, big, big thank you to our sponsor and partner on these Trades Lady Happy Hours over the last year. Um, it's been Drive Time. Drive Time is a fantastic company that is doing a ton to bring in 
new technicians, to train them, to help them find where their niche is, um, what it is that they love. If you're not familiar with Drive Time, definitely go check them out. Um, Life at Drive Time, and of course they're linked in these posts as well. Um, and all past episodes currently um, will, and will always continue to live on my IGTV. So you can always catch the old episodes. Um, the old episodes are also going to get migrated over to the other um, platforms to the podcast, um, but you can always go back and watch all the past episodes if you're needing a little dose of inspiration or motivation or just want to hear some cool stories and meet some really cool women, uh, definitely go check those out. But for now, let's dive in. I'm going to see if Miss Portia has joined the room. Um, and real quick housekeeping note, if you have questions, um, put them in the question mark box below. I don't always see them when you put them in the comments because they go by pretty quick and I'm super intently listening to our guest. Um, so I may not see them, but I will do my best to get them answered if you put them in the question mark box. So I'm going to shut up now and we're going to see if we can add Miss Portia. All right. Uh, da, 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 da. Helps if I push the right button. All right, Miss Portia, I am sending you that and can join in. Da, da, da. Hoping technology works for us. Oh, oh, oh. Hi. Hi, Bogey. How are you? Good. How are you? I am fantastic. You're home? I am home and I'm not 21, so I don't have any alcohol, but I got some milk. Beautiful. So. I love it. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're chilling with the milk I, today. I love it. Uh, milk and bourbon are not a good combination. Um, so yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, can we just like say you're like not 21 yet and you're going to be a master technician this year. Yeah, we're, we're getting there. <laughs> when, when do you turn 21? Um, I turned 21 November 2nd. So oh, okay. Coming up, I'm a excited I'll be 21 I <laughs> <laughs> so I'm <exciting>. sure. <laughs> yeah so it'll be like your 21st birthday to become master certified exactly okay. exactly it should um I think I have like a few two or three more classes that I have to go to and then I will be a master tech so I yeah. love it that is so impressive do you like do you feel like I, I don't know. Do you get, do you appreciate how freaking awesome it is that you are 20 years old and just killing it? I'm, I'm loving it. <laughs> I'm um, grateful. I love it. So will you tell the fine folks at home just real quickly your name, where you're from, um, and, and what you do currently, and then we'll dive into stuff. Uh, so, so I'm Portia Conrad. Um, I live in Colorado, and I'm a Volvo tech at Bob Pincus in Colorado Springs. Um, I love the company. They're great. They do great for me. And all of my coworkers, they're amazing. Um, I've been a tech there for a year and a half now. Um, I'm loving it. I've finally really started to be able to work on my own without the help of like my dad or my coworkers all the time. So we're getting there. <laughs> I love it. And I've seen you like dive into some pretty massive projects. It's not like they have you on like Lube Tech. Yeah. Um, I think the first job that I did when I started was an engine job in an old 240. <laughs> so that was the first like, job they yeah. gave you 
started. Oh my god. Threw me in and it took me forever. And I started off flat rate, so I didn't make any money. But it's nice because like I live with my parents, so I don't have to worry about bills. So starting off as flat rate um in the beginning and not having to worry about bills and making a big paycheck worked out, but they really just didn't want to get me stuck on doing hourly work like tires. And they wanted to just throw me into the big things, get it over with. <laughs> That's intense. I mean, you were fresh out of high school and like to go straight into flat rate, just straight into heavy jobs like that. I, have you seen other other techs in your dealership like follow the, the hourly path? Like, do you appreciate like in hindsight now, do you feel like you're glad that you got thrown in the deep end? Definitely am glad because a lot of the other techs that do start as hourly they get stuck doing tires and just regular oil changes um throughout the day and then they don't get a lot of the hands-on diag and bigger work starting off with and where they have been at the dealership for multiple years and they're at the same point where i am where i've been at the dealership for a year and a half that's incredible so I'm definitely grateful that I started off flat rate, even if I didn't make any money, but <laughs> <laughs> are you, are, are you meeting your flat rate at this point? Um, we are, are I think I made a hundred percent proficiency, um, like the pay period, last pay period or so, but, and I tend to make a little bit over 80%. So not quite at hundred percent, but we're slowly building up some speed and we're getting a little, little bit quicker. I, I love it. I love it. Well, and at a year and a half in, I mean, that's still a huge, you should be very proud. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm loving it. <laughs> so can I like true confession time? So when I first met you at the female technicians forum, I was like this itty bitty little thing. She's so adorable. She's so young. And I had to come face to face with my own sexism. <laughs> And like my own biases, because I was like, there's no way that she's really serious about this. Like, I totally made an assumption about you, and I hate to admit it. And then you came out to the Iron Maven build, and you like dove in. You were so like hardworking, dedicated, enthusiastic, eager to learn. Like, just you blew me away <laughs> with you. just your energy. And I was like, oh, I'm an asshole. <laughs> I judged you. I totally did. And I'm so sorry for that. Thank you. Oh, I love it. Yeah, I think motivation and just like a good, um, what's the word that I'm looking for? Good motivation. I, it goes a long way. If I wasn't uh, ready to do whatever they handed to me, and if I fought about it, I probably wouldn't be where I'm at now. But... <laughs> I'm always eager to like try anything new, um, even if it, I struggle with it a little bit, but yeah. I still love it, you know? Awesome. What are you finding as you're like getting into it and you're doing more and more stuff? Are you finding like a certain area of work that you enjoy the most? Um, I really like pulling out engines or doing piston jobs oh. and stuff like that. I love it. I absolutely love it. There's just something so satisfying about tearing apart an engine all the ways down to like the block or just the pistons where it absolutely could not run and then putting it back together and when you first go to start it it's the most satisfying feeling ever yeah. I love it <laughs> the best 
<laughs> Agreed. Okay, do you still get the pit in your stomach though? Like I still do 20 years later when you go to first start the key and you're like, is it gonna? <laughs> always, always. But I'm not gonna jinx myself, but I haven't had <laughs> any mess ups yet with engines not wanting to start after. I'm, I'm <laughs> Knock on wood. <laughs> right. Definitely. Definitely not good wood. <laughs> you, I mean, your first kind of big thing that you did was, was your Mustang engine, right? Is that like, so do, do you feel like it's because of that, that Probably. when you got to start? Probably. Cause that's like what got me into cars was rebuilding that engine. I just found it so satisfying. I mean, that engine had been sitting in our garage for a long time, so everything needed to be cleaned. Yeah. And it was just so satisfying. I loved it. It was like, <laughs> oh, I like this. <laughs> That's. Do you guys do a lot of engines like down to the bones like that at Volvo? We never did at BMW dealerships. Um, we definitely do quite a lot of piston jobs, specifically, I think, on the 2018 XC90s. Okay. Um, they're oil consumers. They had a bad design on the piston rings. Okay. So we got to do an oil consumption test, and then they come back, and if they lost so many, so much oil in, like, the amount of time or um, mileage, then they're eligible for a piston job. Oh. Wow. Um, I've done three I want to say I've done three um and then I think my coworker Jimmy has done like four or something like that he's done quite a few uh, so so they come in all the time I think we just had one come in for an oil consumer that will eventually come back for pistons so <laughs> boss yeah. so impressive <laughs> do you work in a team or is your coworker like uh, assigned to you as a mentor or what's what kind of setup do they have with you for training and um, learning pretty much we all just work by ourselves um okay. my dad is my trainer so if i have any help on diag i go to him which is nice because my dad <laughs> so i get him yeah <laughs> and um when he's gone i'm like oh what do i do but i have my other coworker, chris who's um he's like just as cool as my dad he's so smart um i go to him all the time as well he, he has so many spare parts around, I swear. I could break anything, and I'll be like, Chris, do you have this? And he's like, I got you. <laughs> Owe me a coffee. <laughs> there you go. We learn to be pack rats, don't we? Like, exactly. Okay. <laughs> I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about that. You brought up Dad. So Dad works at the same dealership as you. Um, Dad is who got you into kind of rebuilding that engine back in the day. So let's let's go back and talk about it because you said um, to me when I you know asked you for some information on your background for the write up, um, you said that your brother really was the one who got most of the hands on experience when you were young. So what did that look like? Because Dad seems super supportive now. Was there like was he hesitant to involve you in the garage when you were younger, or were you just not interested when you were younger? Um, I don't know if he was really hesitant. I feel like, I mean, I have ADHD of myself. And um, I was always like, me and my brother, we would collect Hot Wheels, like as a kid, and we would always be playing Hot Wheels. I always just wanted to be like my brother. Mm -hmm. So anything that he wanted to do, I wanted to do. I was a younger sister. So I would just follow him around. And then yeah, the hands on in the garage, my brother was always um, the one helping my dad. I remember one time, I think they were working on sanding something in, um, my cat is going crazy. I don't know what he got in, <laughs> but, um, they were working on sanding something on the Mustang, probably like trying to get it not rusty. 
safety <laughs> from sitting in my yard all the time. Mm -hmm. But I was like, oh, that looks cool. And I picked up some sandpaper that they had lying around. And I went to my mom's car, which is like an old 850 wagon. <laughs> I was sandpapering like the hood. I just wanted to be like them. I was young. And um, yeah, I, I got in big trouble. <laughs> she was not happy. Uh, but that, that was adorable. Nice I wish we still had that car because now I really want an 850 Volvo. <laughs> right. Like, damn. damn. <laughs> and, like, how old were you at this point when you're standing inappropriately on your mom's car? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> young enough to where I remember it, but like also young enough to where I didn't know what I was doing. Right. <laughs> um, yeah. <I> don't know. <laughs> how, how much older is your brother? Um, he's three years older, so okay. he's 20. Okay. Three, 24. Right. <laughs> my, my brother was four years older than me and I definitely had the exact same like followed him around like a puppy dog wanted whatever he did was cool I wanted to do it even though I found out when I was older that he really wasn't all that cool yeah. um but, but I thought he was when I was young <laughs> exactly <laughs> so did your brother go into being a mechanic as well um, no, he actually went to college um, for chemistry. Oh. So he, I know, right? <laughs> Completely different yeah. things. But he um, has decided to figure out how to paint cars. Okay. So he painted the Mustang like this silver matte finish, but we want to do glossy finish at some point. Okay. So he's going to have to repaint it. <laughs> Are you getting into doing that side of things too, the body work? Stuff? I would like to um I do think it's like really cool and I want to get my own either old um Porsche 944 I mean and I want it I want it like baby pink okay it would be so cute <laughs> and I I've always wanted a Porsche like I just I need to have a Porsche <laughs> I mean it makes sense you should exactly. <laughs> exactly or like an old Volvo like a 240 or an 850 okay together it would be great <laughs> was, was mom and dad into Porsches? Is that why your name? I mean, they're Volvo people. Um, I know, right? <laughs> it's weird. Well, but um, no, I guess... would be weird for saying exactly. no. <laughs> um, I guess they got Porsche. It means gift, and they were gonna spell it P O R T I A, um, which is like the French version. And they were like on the way to the hospital. I guess and my dad's like, "What if they pronounce her name Portia?" So he's like, we need to spell it like the synthetic way or however you say that word. Anyways, um, but he was like, we got to spell it that way. So it's P-O-R-S-H-A. But it's funny because I get more people that spell my name P-O-R-T-I-A than I get people that spell my name P-O-R-S-H-A. So. And I wanted to spell it like the car manufacturer, but I, but yeah, so you have to have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. They, um, I get so many different spellings on it. So, so you were kind of watching, you wanted to be like Big Brother, you wanted to participate, but you didn't really get done, you weren't invited into the action when you were younger. When did that change? And when did dad start saying like, yeah, let's, let's bring her in? Um, I was dealing with a lot of mental health problems. Um, somewhere around when I turned 15, I was in the mental hospital two times. Oh, wow. And I think uh, getting out of the second one, my dad's just like trying to figure out something to keep my mind off of just life and try and keep me busy. He's like, well, do you want to rebuild the, the Mustang's engine? And like, I've always wanted it to run. Like, I've always wanted it. And I was like, yeah, like I'm down. 
and yeah that's that's what got me into it it was a great distraction and i honestly say like my love of cars has taken me out of where i was mentally like unstable and i'm on good meds that work for me now and i've i've never been happier so <laughs> oh my goodness that's so fantastic to hear i love that and I love, I love that he saw that and gave that as one of the op options of things to do, right? I think a lot of times, especially since he hadn't had a history of bringing you into the shop prior to that, like, it's just not something that parents, even automotive parents think of with their daughters. So I, I give him a lot of credit for like, all right, how about this? <laughs> Let's try yeah. this out. He, um, he always wanted me to be really independent. Like he always told me never, never rely on a guy um so like i never will rely on the guy <laughs> i don't ever want to do that um i'm very independent and definitely probably because of him he like seared it into my brain he's like don't trust guys but <laughs> he told me um i think like my first boyfriend he was into cars and he's like don't date car guys <laughs> <laughs> yeah and i was like oh okay but i want free labor <laughs> So you know what? I just became the car guy and I will work on my own car because there you go. I don't need a man. <laughs> there you go. Right. Right. We, we like men. We want men. We don't have to need exactly. them. Exactly. I want to be independent. Like <laughs> I'll take care of their cars. <laughs> That's awesome. I love it. <laughs> how, how is it working with dad at the shop? Like, is it a, is it cool? that you have dad there? Is it, what are the pros and the cons? Let's, let's talk. Somebody's working with family can be weird. Yeah. Um, so I actually work with my dad and my cousin. Oh my so I got two family members there. <laughs> um, my cousin on my dad's side too. So like really related there. Um, but working with my dad, me and him have a great relationship. So there's not like really any fights. I mean, sometimes he really gets on my nerves, but like generally I love him to death. So um, if we do get into an argument, it tends to be over something. He's like hovering over my shoulder and he's like telling me to, I don't know, he's always saying something that bothers me. <laughs> or he'll come over the area and he farts. <laughs> and that, that really pisses me off. Like, <laughs> really pisses you, me you off. You just got called out, Dad. Um. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, really, really pisses me off. But I, he knows it bothers me, so he does it on purpose. Of course. Of course. Uh, my cousin, when I first started, like, me and him had our, had our own differences on stuff. But um, now me and him are at a good point in our relationship. We've kind of worked us out. But for a minute there, we were not talking. <laughs> but we're good now. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Do you do you feel like it has been, I mean, it's, it's all you know, so it's probably hard to say, but do you feel like having them there, dad and cousin, like, has been a benefit? Like, does it shield you from some of the, like, the BS that maybe you've heard some of the other ladies talk about? Or mm -hmm. does it work the opposite? Like, do you get babied and seen as, like, the little, the little baby? Um, maybe, maybe both. I don't know. I um, definitely think... It of it as like a good way because my dad's been there for so long um a lot of my co-workers have watched me grow up so they're like a whole bunch of dads <laughs> i don't <laughs> they're not really mean to me i mean if they are mean to me it's more in like they're just teasing me since <laughs> and like that's okay <laughs> i'll get it from them like i love them to death like they're all great i love it
Um, yeah, but I definitely think a lot of the stuff that the girls do deal with, I just don't deal with because of my dad. And he's always there protecting me. Uh, they respect him, so they respect me. That's amazing. Yeah. I love it. Do you ever run into issues where they like, they like want to dad you too much? Like they want to do, do it for you or take over or are they really like respectful and... I don't really get any of that. Right. Um, yeah, thankfully, if I do, <laughs> if I do need help, like some guys ask for help, and they're like, they'll always make fun of me. Oh, it's whatever. It's part of it. If a guy asks them for help, they're gonna make fun of them for, too. Right. You know, so it's just part of the part of the trade. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but um, I definitely I know when to ask help. I won't sit there and try and work on something when I know I'm failing for so long. I mean, I'm flat rate. I can't be doing that. Right. Like, and I don't want to break something. So if I'm like really struggling with something and I've tried for a minute, I'm like, nah, I got to go get someone. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, that makes sense. That's awesome. Yeah. So um, right before we went live, I, I went, I popped over onto the, the Facebook post about this and I got a couple of questions. Um, specifically for you asking about like for a new tech like what what are your pieces of advice and recommendations to somebody just starting out i mean you're a year and a half in you have at least enough of a of a you know perspective to say like oh this this was cool that i did this was not cool that i did like what could i have done differently do you have advice for people just starting out um i feel like don't don't beat yourself up about too much stuff like if you break something especially on an older car like it's plastic things break like don't worry about that um so that's definitely one thing i suggest don't beat yourself up i break stuff all the time <laughs> we all do <laughs> it's part of it yeah <laughs> um and then just I, when i started like i really didn't know i knew the basics but a lot of the diag um and stuff i did not know and i really figured that out but I never gave up and be okay with asking questions. Cause if you don't ask questions, you're never going to learn. Awesome. Fantastic advice. Perfect. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about the female, um, the, the Volvo female tech thing. I'm blanking on the name female technician forum, right? <laughs> so what it's called. So you guys have met twice, twice or three times now. Um, they Volvo has done it two times. I was only there last year. Okay. Um, so because the year before I was in high school, <laughs> Fair. but I've been there one year. Um, and then this year I will be going as well. Nice. So, so can you tell everybody about that and, and maybe like what it's meant for you? So Volvo is really cool. They uh, reach out to, um, I would say all of the female techs because this one, this year they limit it to 12, which kind of sucks for the females. Um, but I do understand budget costs and they are doing a specific class. So we go out there and then they teach us a class. And I guess this class only calls for 12 people. So they have to limit it to the limit, sorry, limit, <laughs> limit to that level. <laughs> yes. <of people. laughs> yes. Um, it does suck that because we want to meet all of the other girls, like yeah. staying in a nice place and like going out to nice dinners is not that important but meeting each other is the most important thing so I don't know we would all be fine if we just stayed at some bum hotel <laughs> if as long as we're all together you know <laughs> I, I will make sure that they get that feedback I agree with you 
Um, and it, it's funny because so tell them about that Snapchat group really quickly if you don't. <laughs> yes, um, we are all contacted through Snapchat. So if a girl has like another problem on a Volvo car or just like anything in life in general. I know one girl, she just bought a house and uh, we're just all super connected and we keep updated on like our life and stuff like that. But especially when it comes to Volvo, you know, if we're seeing something reoccurring, we can reach out to the group and be like, yo, have you seen this? And they're like, generally somebody has some advice that they've seen before or one of their coworkers has. I mean, it opens up like a whole a whole bunch of other people that are looking out for that cause. Yeah, yeah. I I get to eavesdrop on on their Snapchat group, and um, and it, it just it makes my heart so happy to see. I mean, if, if for for those of you who are watching this at home, uh, last week I met with um, and I don't know if you saw this, Portia. I um, I met with Dana Wilkie, who's uh, part of the Jesse Combs Foundation, and we were we were talking about this exact thing, like the fact that like having those connections with each other, like just knowing other people like you and who are dealing with some of the thing, same things you're dealing with, like how huge of a difference that makes in having that connection. Um, and I, I talked to some of the guys from Volvo and I, they did not know that you guys had a Snapchat group. And I was like, you guys don't realize this, but that's the biggest value. That's the biggest takeaway that they all know each other now. Yeah. And they, you guys support each other. And I think like, I'm, I'm a little jealous, right? Like I didn't have that growing up. I didn't have that coming up in the industry. And it's so cool to see how much you guys have each other's backs on like from the littlest thing to the biggest thing. It's just really, it's really cool. Exactly. I love, I love all of them like so much. They're a great add into my life. Like they're my girls. Yeah. <laughs> I love them. Yeah. And yeah, they're all so contacted. Uh, we got an Airbnb to stay the weekend in Charleston, so we're not all going to leave Friday. We actually want to um, explore Charleston, because generally when we're out there for the training, we train all day, and then we go to the hotel for like an hour to clean up, and then they send us out to dinner, and we get back late, so everything's closed, yeah. which <laughs> it sucks, because then you can't go explore Charleston. Um, yeah. But it's, it's cool. It's cool. I love it. Uh, the Airbnb will be nice. <laughs> I love that you guys are doing that. That's really cool. Have you gotten a chance to see the factory? I there? have not. Because last time I was there, they were working on something. Oh. But I actually have not been able to see the factory yet, which sucks. So maybe, maybe this time. I know they're doing a competition while I'm out there. So... That's right. So there's isn't some of you ladies were participating in that, weren't you, in the competition? Yeah, is that like a, that's a national thing? Yeah, um, it is a national thing. I know three of us um, sent in, me included, we sent in our tests for it. Um, we did not beat it. <laughs> I don't know if it's that or just the fact that the training is there um, when the competition is. Yeah. If that lined up, but they did email us and we're like, yo, you guys are going to go for sure because you sit in um, tests because you wanted to be in this. Yeah. So, um, which I think that's kind of cool, that's but yeah. <laughs> I love it. So let's see, Volvo. I, and again, you don't have a whole lot of perspective because you haven't been in another manufacturer before. You you wound up at Volvo because dad's there, I presume. Um, but I've 
I've never seen, and by the way, guys at home, this is like totally not sponsored by Volvo, like at all. <laughs> I drank the Kool-Aid. Um, but I'm, I was so impressed when I was out at the Female Tech Forum with like how like so sold on Volvo all of you are as technicians like you're like so <laughs> bought in like tell me like why and why has this experience been so good like why are you so loyal to Volvo um well of course my dad um I've only ever been in a Volvo I was straight up brought home from the hospital as a baby in a Volvo <laughs> like Volvos have always been part of my life so I was already biased on Volvo starting right. <laughs> um, I loved Volvo before and then when Volvo reached out for like the female tech forum and everything, it just grew into like an obsession at this point. <laughs> I love Volvo. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I love it. Yeah, no, it's 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 really cool to see what they're doing for the female technicians and, and what they're doing to make you guys feel welcome. Supported. Yeah, and um, the uniforms that we have are still male uniforms, which um, I know for the other girls, I'm lucky I don't have boobs. So um, the shirt, they have big buttons, like a button up shirt. Okay. And um, for, for a guy, you yeah. know, but as a girl, those big gaps in between those buttons, you can see way too much. And if I had like, I know some of the other girls, like they have big chests and they pop they have to wear an undershirt because the buttons just pop right off. They're bending over, you know? It's just like, the little things are annoying about the uniforms, but they did send out an email, like, I want to say six months ago. Um, they wanted our feedback on what we personally would want on our uniforms, which yeah. is really cool. I think that's really cool that Volvo did that because that is one of the big things that would be really great to have if we have to wear uniforms all the time, if they would actually fit our bodies, right? Oh, 100%. <laughs> I, I, I yelled at them about that at the conference that I spoke at and they're, they're doing, they're doing a whole redesign yeah. of their female uniforms. So that's awesome that they reached out to all the female techs for feedback. That's cool. Yeah. It's, it's very exciting. Um, I, I love it. <laughs> Very cool. So you see yourself staying at this dealership for, for forever and ever? Oh, for sure. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> for sure. Um, of course, like I love Bob and uh, just the dealership there in general. Um, and Colorado. So I really have no reason to leave. <laughs> and I don't want, I get so much respect at this dealership. If I went to another dealership, I just, I don't, I don't think I'd get the same amount of respect. No matter how much I love Porsche, I still, <laughs> I still love Volvo more. <laughs> <laughs> so you want to drive a Porsche, but we'll stay working for Volvo. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, was, I was just about to ask you a question and I totally, I just spaced on what it was. Um, dang it. It's gone. Um, <laughs> It'll come back. It will eventually. Um, Okay, so because you're like little and cute and petite and, and all of it, and like I underestimated you, I'm sure that I'm not the only one. Um, have, do you do you run into issues with like customers or the service people? Like, um, I just—it's funny you say that. I just had a customer today. Um, he was old. He's old, definitely a boomer. So he's already like stuck in the times um, type. But he had some complaint. I think it was a check engine light and it ended up needing 
um, an air boost and temperature sensor was faulty. Um, and then he was complaining about when he's backing up at night, he can't see the rear view camera right. And he was wondering if we could get like, I don't know, license plate bulbs to make it better. And I was like, mm, that's not gonna do it. Okay. But um, I figured out what he was complaining about. The lights, like the interior lights on the center console display, they auto dim in the darkness. Okay. Um, so he's just experiencing the electronics auto dimming and then you can't see it properly. So I was explaining to him how you could like manually turn the lights on um, with a little switch on the left side of the steering wheel. Uh, but at the end, he shook my hand. He's like, I'm just wondering what a, a nice young girl like yourself is doing working here. <laughs> I was like, thanks. <laughs> Have a good day. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that was like the most recent one. <laughs> yeah. And like well-intentioned, right? Like they don't mean harm. Yeah. They're just the time, <laughs> like stuck in the time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I I have to be nice. <laughs> I was like, yeah, thank you. <laughs> but at least he wasn't like not listening to you because of, which is good. Exactly. Yeah. I love like just spewing out stuff. <laughs> and then they're like, oh, she knows what she's talking about. Right. Cause you're That's like probably half the age of most of your customers too, or, or less. less. Right? <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yep. I love it. There's one guy that I haven't seen him come back in a minute because one of my service writers chewed him out. <laughs> but um, he used to come in and I'd work on his car and he would get me flowers after I worked on his car. It was just kind of weird. He was like super old, right? But then he started coming in and he would complain about an oil leak, like request me to work on his car. And I'd get up in the air and it would be so dry. Like it's not leaking anything. Like what is going on? Oh. Yeah, one of my service writers, she told him, he's like, she's like, are you just coming in to see Portia? And I haven't seen him since. <laughs> so I don't know if he got called out on that yeah. and like was. Yeah, I would, I would say that's probably the case. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was um, weird. <laughs> Gary, his name was Gary. <laughs> Gary, you've been called out. That's yeah. not cool. <laughs> he was old too. I don't know how old he was. He's like at least in his seventies. Oh wow. Yeah. <laughs> and bringing you flowers. Yeah. Why did dudes do this? Like, what is wrong? <laughs> don't, don't be creepy, guys. <laughs> I was like, all okay, right, whatever. <laughs> Customers. And he always, like, brought money to, like, the dealership. And he wasn't rude, so I never really complained about him. It was just really weird. <laughs> interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. What would you say has been your, your biggest challenge that you've experienced? And whether it's people-related or product or skills or just learning like what's been the biggest challenge you faced coming up so um, far definitely when i started a lot of people did us underestimate me they didn't think i was going to make it how long that i have made it um especially when i started my experience was very little <laughs> yeah. um so i struggled a lot and i know there's like one guy and he used to we got an argument one day because I was I was just sick of it. I went up to him and I was like, I don't understand if you're joking with me or like being serious and like you don't like me. And I stood up to him and then he was nice ever since. So like, I don't know, sometimes guys just need to be stood up to. Yeah. Because <laughs> sometimes um, they just don't know, right? Like sometimes yeah. they don't realize that what they're saying is not cool. And, and it takes being assertive to stand up and, and say something to them. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome.
Were you always that assertive as a as a kid? Like, did you grow up, or is this a learned behavior? Have you definitely learned? Um, generally, like as a kid, I, I mean, like even now, I kind of just go with the flow. It actually takes a lot for me to um, go up to you because I got, I got so much anxiety. <laughs> like, I don't, I hate conflict. So if I go up to you and I'm like trying to be respectful, but I'm low key pissed off, like you really, you really pissed me off. <laughs> you really made me upset. Okay. <laughs> I Good to know. Hate conflict. I will avoid it in any way possible. <laughs> so. And yet you manage to stand up for yourself and do just fine. Yes, I realized going into the dealership, I was like, the only way I'm going to get respect from guys is if I stand up to myself. I can't run to my dad and be like, this guy's picking on me. You know, I, that would just like prove I'm not capable of what I'm capable of doing. So um, I definitely try not to run to my dad and complain about people and deal with it myself. <laughs> you feel like there was a turning point where people started to take you seriously and realize like okay like was was it just kind of slow build over time or was there a moment i'd say slow build over time uh just the fact that i've stayed around this long um definitely says a lot to some of the guys there um so and like again like they've seen me all grow up i think really the big thing was they just didn't see me lasting this long but i'm super motivated so they definitely see that <laughs> yeah and um yeah i'm always willing to learn new things so that's awesome i just really hate doing tires i was gonna ask you what is your least favorite thing to do? <laughs> I really hate doing tires i will cuss so much if i get a tire car i will do it but i <laughs> hate it so much. I always hated doing tires too. Mostly yeah. because like I'm little like you are. Yes. You're, you're even yes. little at time, but it's like a full body activity it to is. change tires. And everybody's staring at you <laughs> and you're like jumping on it and like <laughs> wrangling the tires and, and everybody's like, why are you doing it like Every that? single time. I always have to go get someone because like my dad, he does not do tires. He hates doing tires. <laughs> so like if I ask him for advice about tires, he's just as clueless about like as me. <laughs> so right. I always have to go grab like one of the um, Volkswagen techs or um, uh, or one of the, I don't know, the Volvo techs, we really didn't ever do tires because the lube would always do it. Okay. The Volkswagen has like 12 techs, I want to say that. And then the Volvo side only has five techs. Oh, wow. So you're we generally, yeah. So we generally just stayed on our own cars. Um, but they just like the lube position is now just another Mazda tech. Oh. So now we all have to do our own tires. I was I was so upset when I got my first set. I was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna cry. <laughs> but I did it. And that when I will be struggling with a tire for a long time. And one of the Volkswagen guys said this. It was so funny. He's just like, I always can tell you're doing tires because I'm just hearing you cuss and cuss, and then all of a sudden you're like, Yay! I got it. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> I mean, I feel like that's the experience of working on cars in general. It's like, God damn this piece of, yes, I win. Yes. <laughs> yes, every time. <laughs> okay, so other than tires, anything else that's like, if you had your choice of, of service orders and repairs, do you have, I, we know you love engines. Um, is there an area that you are like, eh, I'm really not into that so much. I don't, I don't need to do more of that. Um... 
feel like everything that I don't like is probably because I just don't have enough experience in it that it seems hard. That's so, like, electrical stuff um, definitely pisses me off, but I'm super interested in learning how to diagnose electrical components. Okay. So, even there's, like, a hate-love to that because yeah. it's frustrating and I lose money, so I hate it. Right. But I also love that I'm learning new stuff. Um, I just was dealing with a Lynn Network car that was a pain. It ended up needing a climate control module. But going through all of the Lynn Network control modules and like we were unplugging one by one to see which um, cleared all the code. So which module is down and I unplugged all of them and it didn't change anything. <laughs> and it's not like they're all like you pull off a cover and all the modules are right there. Right. Nah, like one was the rear seat heater module and one was the front seat heater module. And then there was like a damper motor and a temperature motor and like the rear view <laughs> mirror <laughs> stuff. There's so much. Yeah. And I, uh, it's always a pain, but it's okay. Uh, generally, like if it's taking me a long time, especially on those electrical cars, and I really just need hands on work with my dad, I will stay after. So I'm not losing money and he's not losing money. Um, and then I can diagnose it without being stressed out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I feel like that's the down the downside of being put on flat rate so early, right? Is like the like the things that you can learn on and really dig into. Like there's a, a kind of you get penalized for it rather than rewarded for learning. And that's, yeah. that's a little bit of a challenge. But yeah. I'm glad you have a workaround for yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. Stay late. I will not come in early. I hate waking up. I will not come in early. I'm more likely to come in late than I'm <laughs> gonna come in I early. With you on that, if I could have my way in the world, like the day wouldn't start till like ten or eleven. Exactly. But then go really <laughs> late. Like I'm fine with working late. <laughs> exactly. I'm, I'm fine. If I'm gonna stay late, that's cool. Like whatever. I don't got anything else to do in my life <laughs> than cars. <laughs> right. Are you doing work on the hybrids and the all-electric vehicles, yes. too? So I am certified to unplug the high-voltage components. Okay. Um, I was going to have my next class was going to be taking the lid off of, I think, just on the PHEV cars, which are the hybrid cars, I do believe. Okay. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, I do believe those are the hybrid cars <laughs> um but they canceled all of the classes like nationwide so they yep. must be changing the curriculum oh so i'm still not um certified to do that okay but that is one of the classes that i will need to be a master okay how do you how do you feel about the electric and the hybrid um i love it well <laughs> I love working. Every single time I go to unplug one of those connectors, I'll text my friends and I'll be like, if I die, this is why. Not like I would. Very safe. But it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's only funny if you don't die. Exactly. <laughs> so let's keep it that way. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> we replace a lot of high voltage coolant heaters in um, the hybrid cars. That's for the climate system. Um, when the car is in pure electric mode, since it's not getting the heat from the engine for the cabin heat, um, it uses the high voltage coolant heater, which pretty much takes coolant and heats it up electrically. <laughs> that's the like the big, big module that's kind of in the passenger side. From wheel, 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 wheel. Okay. Yeah, that's it. We replace those all the time. So Good. many of them. <laughs> to know. Yeah. <laughs> they 
they like to go out. <laughs> All right. Good to know. Yeah, we, we got to get you back out uh, to work on Maven. We've got some, uh, some, some things, some kinks to work out. I would absolutely love that. <laughs> All right. We're going we're gonna to make that happen. Um, yeah. I see we've got a couple of questions, so I'm just going to peek in there and see if there are anything that we want to answer. Um, Volvo Enthusiast Group would like to know what your opinion is on the newer two-liter four-cylinder Volvo engines. Um, is that it's common to see, it feels like he's uh, common to see them leaking oil with blown head gaskets. So two-liter four-cylinder Volvo engines. Any opinions on those? Um, I personally have not replaced a head gasket on the four-cylinder oh. newer Volvos at least um but those are the cars that we do piston jobs on ah. so we do piston jobs on them all the freaking time <laughs> um at least okay. the 2018 ones but it's the same engine for the most part but they did change the piston rings at some point I'm guessing because past a certain time or certain date they're not eligible for it so they definitely replace them at some point <laughs> fair enough but um uh other than that i think they're i mean i'm a sucker for a five-cylinder engine so <laughs> volvo <laughs> i mean it's so uniquely volvo yeah yeah exactly. are, are they still making five-cylinder engines um no all of the spa cars are four cylinders okay. so um they stopped with the five cylinders on the p3 cars like the end of the p3 cars going into the spa cars because some of the p3 cars have the four-cylinder engine like the spa cars they're just an older model okay for those who don't know what you're talking about when you say spa cars what is that spa cars is i think 2018 and up um just a new model of the volvos those are the ones with all like the fancy screens and the newer look and the new headlights that are um, the Thor's hammer headlights, those are on the spa cars. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. And then the P3 are like the older cars, like, um, I want to say, I want to say 2010 to like 2017 area. I want to say. If you not positive. any Volvo, no, no limit on price. If you could have any Volvo, which would it be? Okay. So in 2013, um, when Ford owned Volvo, they were mm -hmm. like, we're going to make a C30 and we're going to make it fast. <laughs> um, so the concept car, which was never released, um, that one made like 505 horsepower. Uh, yeah, super quick. Love it. But then they made the one that was actually released that makes like 405 horsepower or something like that. Okay. Um, and only 250 of those were sold in the States. Okay. They're like this blue color, limited edition C30, um, beautiful, beautiful hatchback. Looks exactly like the Ford Focus, because that's when Ford owned Volvo. Okay. <laughs> um, so, I mean, I, I like Ford sometimes, but we'll have Ford, to... Ford at least created a good C30. We'll have so... to disagree on the Ford thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're okay. They're I like, okay. I like the must, like the older, older Fords. Yes. Um, yeah. I don't have much of an opinion on the newer Fords, so. That's, that's yeah. fair. Yeah. <laughs> um, you weren't you weren't with Volvo though when when Ford owned them, right? No, I was okay. not. My dad was. Um, he actually went to Sweden. My dad's a genius when it comes to Volvo. Um, he did the Vista competition. I think he's won the Vista competition 
three times. That's so awesome. he's been sent to Sweden um, three times. And I think he either saw the concept car or the limited edition nice. car in Sweden. Oh, so that's really cool. I'm super jealous of him now. Very cool. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> All right. So that's the dream car. All right. Awesome. <laughs> yes. How... Uh, Outside of work, what do you do outside of work? Are your friends car people? Like, do they, how do they feel about what you do? Do they get you? Do they get what you do? Um, well, I'm like slowly building a car um, friend group. Uh, I was in a kind of toxic relationship for the past three years. So I wasn't allowed to have guy friends, which kind of eliminates um, most of oh. the people that work on cars. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I never really had any car friends for three years and I'm like slowly getting some. So that's cool. And I love them to death. And you're <laughs> out of the toxic relationship. Yes. Congratulations. I broke with him January 1st. So good for you. Congratulations. Yeah. I'm doing good. Just trying to figure out like who I am now that I have freedom. <laughs> um, but it's winter time. So I've been snowboarding a lot and then I hang out with my cousin on my mom's side um she's like my best friend uh she lives up in denver though so she's like an hour away but i like to drive up to hers on like the weekend and hang out with her she's like my girly side nice and then I have, like my online gamer friends that i love them to death too. Oh, you're a gamer too. <laughs> yes what is your game of choice um well right now i was playing red dead redemption um before then i was on the new cod for like a good three months straight okay. and my friends were like we're sick of this <laughs> we need another game so we got on red dead um so i love red dead right now I i've never before have no idea what it is. i am not a gamer yeah no nothing but i feel like tell me if i'm wrong like i feel like there's a lot of like overlap in the like the like the community like people who are into gaming like tend to also be like really good at cars because i think there's like it's like that technical brain kind of kind of thing do you feel like there's an overlap there yeah. or i like how one of my friends they just commented you're the worst cod player ever. Aww. Aww. <laughs> i love him. i love him he's good <laughs> but i am the worst cod player <laughs> but yeah um i don't know i think really like people who game probably have ADHD and people who work on cars probably have ADHD. So definitely something plays into you that. Might, might be onto something. Yeah. <laughs> like the Guilty. hands on, you got to keep your brain stimulated all the time. Yeah. I, I was just at a school board meeting and I was talking to, to some, some of the folks about like introducing kids to mechanics as a career path. And I was like, you know, if you've got kids who are really into gaming or doing coding, like they're perfect for working on cars. And like, it isn't something that like, I think teachers generally like make that connection, but I feel like there's a, a, a big overlap there. Yes. So. Um, yeah. I, I think they should just, if you have ADHD, go into a trades because uh, office job is not going to be fun. <laughs> I would not have fun at an office job. Yeah. No, me neither. <laughs> so were any of your like friends or family surprised when you decided to follow this career path or was it just like, were they just cool at it? I feel like everyone that I went to high school with were probably like, what is going on? <laughs> Because I definitely toyed with, like, cosmetology. Um, I even looked at cosmetology schools. I was pretty serious about that. And then I was like, wait, I don't even get, like, along with that 
group of people that well why do I want to do this <laughs> like I get along along with guys like <laughs> I love cars um yeah uh, yeah so that pretty much and then rebuilding that engine I was like yeah that's what I want to do Build <laughs> the deal yeah so were your friends supportive of it in the end um yeah yeah definitely I mean everybody has always been there for me they never really told me like I couldn't do it or anything they just always were like she's she's cool <laughs> she does what she does <laughs> that's awesome I love it and I, I just I, I appreciate so much your candidness and your honesty about some of the struggles that you've had with mental health and and with past relationships and um so I appreciate you sharing all of that and I'm so so thrilled to to hear and to know that you've come out the other side of that and you're on such a phenomenal path and um again I I like I feel like such an ass for having judged you like 100% had to put myself in check and like you're such a phenomenal young woman you have such a bright future ahead of you i'm so excited to just continue to see where your career goes thank you so much <laughs> you're very welcome we got to get back get you back out to phoenix soon um, I would so we are i would love it we're gonna make it happen um, so <laughs> we have just a few minutes left in our hour because i don't know where this hour went but it went incredibly quickly i know <laughs> um, so final final question that i always like to ask if you had the opportunity to little baby portia i mean i know that's not very many years ago but um the younger you um or just another another little girl out there um you know in your in your position or wants to do what you're doing what are your words of advice to her just do it i wish i wish I knew this was what I wanted to do before it was my senior year. Because if I knew it before, I would have had junior year and senior year in the automotive um, trade school. And I would have known more going into the dealership than I did before. But, like, I was always interested in cars. Like, even if you think cars are pretty, get into it. Like, start start looking at stuff. It's interesting. <laughs> Whether yeah. it's body work or, you know, the technic part, technic, technical part? Yeah. Work. Technical <laughs> part. <laughs> yeah. Of um, the cars. So, I don't know. Body work is really cool. I would, I would like to look at body work at some point. Well, well we're doing body work on Maven right now. Ooh. Just saying. That would be a nice little, little practice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We might that. we might steal you away from the mechanic side and get you into the body side. Yeah. <laughs> You're doing phenomenal on the mechanical side. I don't want to steal you away. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I love it. That's awesome advice. Thank you so very much for agreeing to be on this. I know um, anxiety is a thing for you, but nobody could tell you did fantastic. You didn't look nervous at all. And you I, I just great hearing your story. I think a lot of people will benefit from it. And um and hopefully you guys at home enjoyed meeting Portia. Um, make sure you go follow her and give her some love and support her on her journey. I'm sure that her career is going to continue to just go phenomenally well. And uh, I'm excited to see when you start beating your dad at those Vista competitions. <laughs> Thank you so much. I'm you hoping are. to um, go with him to that, in fact, like compete together, which would be really cool. But that would be super cool. Sidetrack. <laughs> that would be super cool. Super cool. I love it. All right. Well, you have a fantastic rest of your evening. Folks at home, thank you guys so much for tuning in and hanging out with us. I hope you enjoyed meeting Borgia. Um, again, make sure you follow her. 
give her some support, give her some love, follow along on her journey. And um, stay tuned to this channel because um, this is possibly, if all goes well, if I get my ish together, this is the last one that's happening on Instagram and we are moving to a different platform. So make sure you stay tuned. I will be making announcements. I will put it all over Instagram and Facebook and everything so that you guys know where to go to continue to watch this series and keep meeting these amazing women. So make sure you stay tuned. Um, announcements are coming soon. Thank you for hanging out with us and spending part of your Wednesday with us. And until next time, be good to yourselves, be good to one another and have a great night. Bye guys. I question. <laughs>